Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Things. You do mighty things. You do 
Sing my 
why we leave a move and have a peace. You only, you only, you only, you only, you are the reason. Where would we be without you? Well, if it hadn't been for your mercy and your grace, where would we be? Where would we be? Where would we be? You are the reason. 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 Shalom, shalom. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Praise God. Yes, our Father is the reason. He is the one who sent his Son. The one who's the only one that could take care of everything that had to be taken care of and the will and purpose of God to be done to bring salvation and life to each one of us. Thank God. Because there's no answers in this world. Everything's falling apart or they're getting ready to blow blow each other up. It is very clear. All that's going on is coming to pass by the word of God. And what the Lord showed us when we started ministering in 2014 is coming together. So that means our Savior's coming very soon. And praise God, we're grateful that you do get tired and weary, that um, a lot of people don't even listen. They call, call you crazy. It's, what are you talking about? You tell them what's you tell them what's going on around. Look around, look what's happening. They're so caught up or blinded by this, uh, the God of this world, Satan, and caught up in this world, and think that's the answer to save this planet. No. God called us to be witnesses to His created children, and called and called us to share the gospel of grace that leads to salvation in life. There is no life without Jesus Christ, period. People might call what they're doing living, but you're not really living until you're born again. You are lost. You're sinful. Your destiny is death and hell. Jesus is the Savior. Understand what Savior means. It means you're being saved from something. What that something is, is God's wrath and judgment for all eternity. Don't even think about, you know, talking about the seven-year time coming. It's going to be terrible. But eternity, it's not even really called that. It's called death period and the second death. Really, only eternity is for those who believe in Jesus and have eternal life. So, for sure, the message that the Lord has tonight is very important, and it's the key. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Not you heard about him, not a religious way, not the world's way, but God's way. Jesus said it himself, John fourteen six, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the light. No one comes to the Father but by me or through me, only Christ, who he is 
and what he totally did at the cross, praise God, pouring out his life and blood and rising again, taking care of the consequences of sin. You have to believe and trust him. You have to have a personal relationship with the Savior, just like he did with everybody that he ministered to. It was very personal. It's very coming to the end of yourself and know that you needed him. We all need him more than anything that we think we can say or do. So praise God. Yes, that's the reason why we praise the Lord. That's why we lift our voices. That's why we say, thank you, Father. Yes, uh, the same with... um, Amen. Well, yeah, we're covered by the blood of Jesus, and yeah, pray against that sickness in Jesus' name. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we do believe that in the name of Jesus. Pray protection of your family. Uh, pray for Sister Nett's family. Yeah, Brenda's been having some of it too, sis. One's sick, be healed. And the others protected. In Jesus' name. I don't know if I told you last week. Uh, I started uh, a prayer ministry at our church. God put it, moved it all on me that I needed to pray and show people how to pray at church because it's all about who Jesus is. Yes, and, and the weather is going up and down. I mean, I mean, it's, it's you know cold and then it goes warm. That's pretty tough. And then all of us are being so busy and everything. But the Lord will heal. The Lord will renew and He'll protect you. He, you know, that's part of who He is. is health and life. And that these things do not come from Him; they come from the fall or the curse. And that we have not been appointed to that, but the blessing in favor of God. That we believe in faith by the authority of Jesus Christ that your family members will be healed. And we pray for Logan. We pray for David. We pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord would lay his hand upon them and heal them and they will recover. We pray for and cover us with the blood of Jesus. Yes, ma'am, for Shannon and Brooklyn, you covered by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we just intervene and pray for our sister and her family. And, Lord, we pray for uh, my wife, Sister Brenda, uh, for healing too. Lord of God, and take away uh, the sickness and congestion so she can breathe freely in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, prayer is very important. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, I found um, a very powerful 
scripture about prayer. And that as I started the prayer ministry uh, Thursday morning at 9 o'clock, it was me and Brenda, and the pastor was finishing up and getting ready for Feed My Sheep. He came later, but when I was showing Brenda about the model prayer or, you know, the uh, the Lord's Prayer, they call it, and I said, it's supposed to be we pray to the Father in Jesus' name. And she asked me, why do we say in Jesus' name? As the Holy Spirit is, he gave the answer. I gave the answer to what I thought for sure, but I said, I'm going to look up and find it in the Word. And it is because Jesus has all power and authority. We are his representatives. So we call upon him and honor and respect him. And as the Lord did, he prayed to the Father. And we pray the Father in Jesus' name. So the scripture for that is, praise God. Let me find it real quick. It's one of my favorite chapters, first six verses, but there's more to this chapter. And then in uh, chapter 14, 13 through, uh, really 13 through 15, and and I will, and he says, uh, let's see, let's start at 12, verse 12 through 15. I assure you, most solemnly say to you, anyone who believes in me as Savior will also do the things that I do, and he will even do greater things then these in extent in outreach because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. We always say in Jesus' name, amen. Why? As my representative, we've been called to be ambassadors for Christ. We represent him and our Father in the kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven, this I will do so that my father may be glorified and celebrated in his son. So it has to be the will and purpose of the father. If you ask anything in my name as my representative, I will do it. That's you and me, brothers and sisters, servants of the most high God, sons and daughters of the Most High, and ambassadors. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. And in verse 15, if you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. Yes, in the power of the Holy Spirit we can. In the power of the Holy Spirit we can. (laughs) Because that's the only way. Amen. That whole chapter is powerful, just like a lot of other parts of God's word. Well, we don't see Sister Connie here. We pray that she's all right and pray for her, too, and and the prayer request she's asked. There is so much to be praying about and everything going on. Uh, More, you know, information keeps coming out about the terrible things that happen, but it it is their nature. They talk about 
you know, not just the the Hamas terrorists dressed up in all their garb and covered and hiding their faces, but it was really so-called regular civilians. But they all believe that same book, pretty well a book of hate, nothing about love. And what they stand for is to steal, kill, destroy, and we know who does that. That's the devil. So they're controlled by a antichrist spirit to try to wipe out the Jews, and I'm sure they'd want to wipe us out too, but the Lord's coming for us, all who believe and trust Jesus. Now, he's going to watch over his people. Now, Jesus is going to watch over his people, and he's coming for us. He's going to rescue us, or he's going to take us home, whatever you want to call it, but it's called the day of redemption, hallelujah, the resurrection rapture. The final consequences, thank God for this whole flesh and sin, the results of it, or whatever, and be resurrected and glorified like our Savior. Now, that is going to be a glorious day. That's going to be our victory parade to heaven. Amen? So we know all that's going on in the world. We know that's all going on in all the uh, kind of trials and tests we're going through. I don't know about y'all. We've had glitches in phones. We've had glitches in computers. We're praying. Uh, we had a had a water uh, I mean a water uh, faucet bust. Water, water was all over the uh, kitchen in the kitchen of the church, but it didn't really do a lot of damage. It, it, it was caught or stopped before it really got bad. That was strange. It was just put in and like a good fitting whatever just busted and that's unusual. So we believe that was for the enemy. But we made it through, and uh, we move on, and we're serving and trying to serve people. And uh, these two days, it's called Feed My Sheep, and it was good. The prayer time was good with me and my wife and pastor. We pray that others come, but I don't know. That's a lot of what we got going on. Not too many people getting involved. You'd be grateful you get them there at least one, uh, one day a week. But we trust the Lord. It fits with my devotion. I don't know if you heard it, but you can go check it out, the devotion of uh, Brother David Wilkerson sharing. Where do you go to eat? Where do you go to eat? Not talking about like your favorite restaurant. He's talking about in a spiritual sense. Because in this land, there's a phantom of God's word being taught and preached. My pastor at Calvary, Brother Vic, they did a survey not too long ago. You know what percentage of the word is being taught in so-called churches? 4%. Now you understand why the prophets were sharing what they were sharing. They saw a time when it would be like this. And that the people need to come back to God's word. And have time. Make time. Turn off your phone. Don't be distracted so much you don't have time for the Lord. We need him so much. We need him so much. There are so many people that are blinded in this world. So many don't don't even understand what's going on because the Holy Spirit's the one who reveals. Do they have him in in their lives? 
If people ain't looking for Jesus, seeing the prophetic words coming to pass, they better make sure they're born-again believers. There could be people with the label of Jesus and this thing in some denomination or religion that, yeah, I can, I, I, you know, I'm that, but you must be born again. Faith alone in Christ and born again. That's what God calls for. It's not difficult. It's very simple in, the, in as you hear it, but you still deal with no flesh that tries to get in the way. But you can overcome when you take that first step of faith. The Lord will come running. I'll come running, the Lord says. Hallelujah. He'll pursue us to the, <laughs> for as far as he has to pursue. Because God is very long-suffering compared to what we kind of things we see happening in this world. We pray that the people uh, that all went through what they did. Now, we know the children, they're home with the Lord. Even as, you know, their bodies were mutilated and all, but that, that, they're not there. Not who God, I mean, who God made them. Their spirit's in the presence of the Lord. After the body is present of the Lord. So God will give them a glorified body. God will give them a glorified body. But anyway, amen, sis. It's one of the greatest scriptures there is. Jesus said to them, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. That's right. Through him and what he did. Glory to God, both at the cross and the grave. All of it matters. It covers what he said. To believe and have faith in him while he is being lifted up, the Father will lift up the Son so the whole world can see. No one can claim ignorance because the Holy Spirit is here, and I know he's talking to every one of God's created children. They all will have the chance or decision for Christ. But Lord, have mercy against it. Well, anyway, praise God. We went back into cooler temperatures now. We were warm again. I mean, it's like uh, springtime here. Things have been growing. It looks like springtime. Butterflies, dragonflies, bees, wasps. <laughs> It looks like springtime. Nature, creation is all off or in confusion because of the days we live. But the Lord is coming soon, and that's the good news. All right, well, let's get started. Uh, let's pray and get started. Father, we thank you and praise you this night. Father, I pray that you help us make it through. I pray that we trust you and believe you in all parts of our life. Lord, that we take heed to what the Spirit is saying to us through your word and, again, a revelation from you. We're very grateful, Lord Jesus, that you have concern for us, that you come personally and share your heart, your heart in our Father's heart. We're very grateful, Holy Spirit, that you're the great intercessor, that you intercede for us, even while we don't know how to pray or say what words you do in great groanings that can't be uttered because you intervene for us. We pray now we'll be guided and led by the Holy Spirit, you, and know that we need you so much. 
We're very grateful for this night. We pray for protection over the computers and the phones and, and the connections. Lord, we pray and thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you that we have not been going hungry, but we have been feeding on the bread of life and drinking the living water. Thank you, Lord, that you opened our eyes and you opened our hearts, and we would know the truth for such a time as this. We pray that others would because the time is getting shorter. That's all in your hands, of course, but (laughs) definitely much pointing toward and they're about ready to blow each other off the face of the map. We thank you and honor you. We pray for all those um, men, women serving in the IDF. We pray for all the civilians, Lord, that is a place to call out to Jesus. We even pray for the people like Hamas and all that are deceived and misled, that they need to know the true living God, the one who loves them and will give them grace, mercy, and love, just as much you did us, Lord. Because that's how powerful your love and your blood is. It covers a multitude of sin, whatever it is. And, you know, we've seen some terrific stuff, but you're greater than that, too. We pray now, Lord, that we would focus on you and your word and in praise and worship and very grateful for everything. Thank you for loving us most of all, Lord, and showing your mercy and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, amen. Thank you, sis. To you, too. We thank you uh, for your kind words, encouraging words, and uh, we're very grateful. We thank the Lord that he does bless us and show favor and that you agree with it, and we agree with you. The same for you and your family as we pray, too. Praise God. Uh, another thing before we get started, I was going to tell you about, you get a chance on YouTube, check out uh, L.A. Mazzilli's, uh one of his latest uh, videos with a guy named Alan, and they have pictures of some woman that was hiking in some mountains or woods, and you ought to see what they saw. Very clear. The enemy is very busy with the kind of things you think are alien, but they're really demonic. Showing them coming out of dimensions, portals, (laughs) ships, uh, different creatures, all kinds of stuff. And uh, one of the guys uh, that he, I mean, is interviewing is Alan, is his name, and, and this young lady, she's just, you know, she's oblivious because all kinds of stuff, wherever they're at, things are happening. Where it's not even safe for people to go up there and camp or anything anymore. But uh, she, unbelievable pictures, some of the best pictures I've seen of anything that's, uh, that's going on, the weird or supernatural, demonic for sure. Because I don't believe it, you know, it's, it's of the Lord. It, it, it's very eerie and uh it's real, but it's showing that the veil is coming down. That's another sign of us going home. But yeah, it's it, it, it's it's pretty powerful. And I I was showing it to our pastor, and when he saw one picture, he goes, "Oh yeah, I saw this." So really, on online he says, "No, I saw it outside our city, here in Dublin, little country town in Dublin, and it was on the on the hill." 
or like a small mountain, and it was lining up. And when it lit up, all the city went black. So they're draining the uh, power sources, or they're using it. But it was something there, and there was a beam and light, and, and it's like light coming out of the ground, and a pastor saw that. So look at there. It's happening everywhere. We have, we have booms here that shake the whole city, our homes and everything, and, and there's, you know, nothing. It seems like, it like it's coming out of the ground. So, yes, this kind of things are happening. They're preparing. They know the time is close when their time that God gives them is coming. But anyway, um, and then, you know, when they leave, whatever, the lights and everything came back on. It sort of like remind me of uh, close encounters of third kind. When that, you know, in that picture, when they're up there on that mountain, everybody's looking for them that's been touched by them or, or uh, whatever. They're showing and look down the valley and they come through and everything goes off. And then when they leave, all it comes back on. But anyway, they don't, the guys that uh, were talking about this lady didn't really uh, uh, real, uh, understand why they let the pictures get through. And I thought maybe God let her pictures get because most of the time uh, your batteries drain down on your phone or camera and, and the pictures don't happen. But this time, yes, there are. They're real pictures. And uh, they're absolute like you don't, nothing you don't see every day. I can tell you that now. All right, well, praise God. Let's get to this worship and praise. Just more things pointing to God's glorious coming, our Savior's glorious coming. And this is not a real home. A real home's heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So the scripture for this first song is John 7, verse 38. He who believes in me, who adheres to, trusts in, or relies on me, that means a personal relationship. As the scripture has said, from his innermost being will flow continually rivers of living water. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. How about some of God's fountain? That sound good? Amen. Living water. Thank you, Jesus. Give it to us through the Holy Spirit. 
Hallelujah, the life of God. Oh, I want all that you offer, your living water. Drink from the endless well, and I will sit at your table. I'm forever grateful, forever worthy you dwell. Oh, I ever wanted, my heart has found in you. Like you did, the found won't run dry. Nothing satisfies like you did. Oh, I taste it Nothing satisfies like you did. And oh, run dry, nothing satisfies like you do. Amen. Because all my fountains are in you, and all my hope is filled on your love, and all my fountains are in you. So every breath I live for you, Lord, and all my fountains are in you. Hallelujah. And all my hope is built on your love, and all my fountains are in you. But every breath I live for you, Lord, my Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, Lord. My sins are in you, and every breath is on your love, and all my fountains are in you. With every breath I live for you, Lord, and all my fountains are in you. Amen. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Living water. Living water. Let it flow. Come on. Sing. Fountain. Amen. Amen. Oh, my fountains are in you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Oh, peace. Build on your love 
and all my fountains are in you. With every breath I live for you, Lord. So my fountains are in you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, all my hope is on your love. All my fountains are in you. Every breath live for you, Lord. And all my fountains are in you. And all my hope are Built on your love, and all my fountains are in you. With every breath I live for you, love. Oh, 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 oh. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Oh, the living water, let it flow. Yes, yes. And all my fountains are in you. Hallelujah. Oh, all my hope is built on your love. And all my fountains are in you. With every breath I live for you, Lord. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit. And we do that. Oh, yes. Glory. Taste is life. Nothing satisfies. Like you do, the fountain won't run dry. Nothing satisfies like you do. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. Living water, the fountains of God is life and life everlasting. Well, that would fit, uh, Sis Jeanette, especially with uh, how, you know, Texas don't like the groups that's up there. Yeah, I believe it probably that sounds like uh, really, uh, yeah, I'm sure. God of mercy, but that's the days we live. And just, just pray and know this ain't our home and God is in control. These things have to happen. The new world order, the the Antichrist, all that has to come. We're seeing the shadow of it, for sure. But we are not destined. No, no. Our destiny is to go home with Jesus. As you say that, the Lord moved upon me. As we see what's going on in the world, he told me, go back and watch Jerusalem. Jerusalem countdown. Jerusalem Countdown movie. It's on Tubi. You know the uh, uh, movie app Tubi? 
check it out. It'll blow you away because a lot of what is going on is set up like um, what's going on. And that was a few years ago when they did this movie. But it started to come to pass, and the Lord was showing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. It'll blow you away. And it was cool at Tubi. Uh, when you put this movie in, then there's a whole line of other movie, end-time movies, and the kind of stuff that's uh, going on or that's coming. Of course, it's pretty uh, gentle compared to what really coming, but it gives you an idea. It gives you an idea of what people will face or what in the world you think about when all the children and all the uh, believers are taken home. What a vacuum is going to live in this world. What emptiness. What about, you know, mothers with babies in their wombs or children playing all of a sudden they're gone. Yeah. yeah these kind of things is what's going on in the Middle East and Israel and the world is leading to the glorious coming of our Savior. Pretty well, it's the next thing on the prophetic clock based on what I've been shown. So we'll trust the Lord with that. All right, sis, I'll let you come and uh, sing the beautiful songs that God's put on your heart. Praise God. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, sis. Hallelujah, Lord. <clears throat> hey, sis. How you doing? Hi, brother. Right. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. It's uh, but it's been uh, it's been busy and it's been trials and uh, like I said, I've been trying to take care of uh, uh, Sis Brenda, giving her uh, a constant comment tea with uh, honey and lemon in it. That's been helping, and of course we've been praying. It's been stubborn, but yeah. you know it's gonna it's gonna you know be broken up and come out. And we pray the same for <laughs> your folks because we weren't yeah. you know she wasn't anybody that was sick or anything. So. Uh, that's, that's what's strange, but yeah, a lot of lot of interesting and crazy things are going on. That's for sure. All right, sis, uh, I'll let you okay, go ahead brother. and start worship and praise. Thank you, sis. Praise God. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
Love endured the ancient cross. How precious is my Savior's blood. The beauty of heaven wrapped in my shame. The image of love upon the screen. Recovering my heart was worth a pain. What joy could you see beyond the grave? If love found my soul for dying for a wonderful, so glorious. My Savior's love, victorious. My chains are gone. My dead is saved. From death to life, and grace 
Jesus Christ, because you have to. This is what it's all about. He changes our life. The Holy Spirit brings us to the real life of God. Hallelujah. So that is the message the Lord put in my heart. There is a revelation from the Lord in this message because it's such urgent times uh, that we live. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? The question that all people have to answer. Either you do, or Lord have mercy, you don't. But you don't have to stay in that don't side. You can. Shalom, brothers and sisters, in Christ. Grace, mercy, and love to you from our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and our glorious Savior and our Comforter, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, all I have said is for all of God's created children, but only those who believe and have faith in him can receive it. Amen. That is what moves God, is faith. And faith in him, that's what matters. So the question is for all of us who are created by God and our Father, the one who loved us so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, on a mission to fulfill his Father's will and purpose for the redemption of all of us. Amen. I started in the beginning. I mean, excuse me. It started in the the beginning. Adam and Eve were created to be companions with God. He wanted a personal relationship with them. He wanted to spend time with them in the cool of the day. He wanted them to know and know him and how much he loved them and us too. He knew this kind of love could not be forced or demanded. When like this, then is like abuse. But God loved Adam and Eve and us and all of his created children, all his created beings, that he gave us all a free will. Our choice and responsibility to love and trust God or choose our own self and the fallen one's way. His way leads to life. All other ways lead to death, judgment, condemnation for all eternity. God's way leads to life, and all others lead to death, judgment, condemnation, and for all eternity. So when the next person said you're very narrow-minded, says, yes, it's the mind of God, it's the mind of Christ. Yes, there's one way. All others lead to death, judgment, and condemnation for all eternity. This way, with your free will, your own free will, is to choose to not believe in, trust in, and even love your God and creator. You do not want anything to do with him and his truth. You want to make your own path and way in this life. You want to go the path of Satan, which is self-awareness, self-pride. It's all about me. God's way is to love others, help others, love and serve him. But in all this, through our faith in him. He has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness with no no real relationships and fear and death. No life, just death. This is what Satan and his world system is pushing on us in this world now. Be separated and alone. 
do not have anything to do with friends and family, promoting fear and confusion. You are seeing his kind of world and kingdom rising, total control of you and your life, being masked, jabbed, and then the mark is coming. A world of anger, hate, everyone looking out for themselves and to hell with everybody else. God have mercy. But even with that, that is not the worst part of it. This left, this lifestyle will lead to the second death without the life and blood of Jesus over you. Covered and washed in the blood of Jesus makes you righteous before the Father. Nothing, and I mean nothing of yourselves except our love, faith, trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. This comes from building a relationship with your Savior and King Jesus. The first step for all of us is to know him as a personal Savior. This is truly the very personal between you and your God and Savior, a Father in heaven who loves each of you so much that he wants to show you and tell you of his love, which is perfect and everlasting love. Amen? You see, you need the Savior, Jesus Christ. That is why he came. He was the only one who could be our Savior. As he became a man to be a living sacrifice for us. Yes, he had to die and give his life willingly. Praise God, he did. But he being the living lamb of God now is why we can live now and for all eternity. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 5 tells us this, verses 10 through 11. For while we were, we were enemies, Ever thought you were the enemy of God? While we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. It is much more certain, having been reconciled, that we will be saved from the consequences of sin by his life. That is, we will be saved because Christ lives today. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, yeah, he died in the redemption of mankind and the blood shed, but he had to conquer death, hell, and the grave, conquer all that that we had no way to stand up against because the consequences of sin. Oh, praise God, he did. Not only that, but we also rejoice in God, rejoicing in his love and perfection through our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom we have now received and enjoy our reconciliation with God. Amen. Isn't that powerful? So praise God. With our personal faith and relationship now, with Christ as born-again believers, you can be assured and have peace and hope that by Christ's death and his shed blood, reconciled to God, justified, forgiven of our sins and saved. That's another amen. Hallelujah. But praise, but praise God when he died and rose again the third day. He made it by him living and defeating all the consequences of our sin. Death, hell, and the grave forever too. Amen. Hallelujah again. So first, we all need to know that we were sinners lost and separated from God. Our sin and the curse of it made it where we could not have a relationship with him and not be where he was. 
But praise God. Just like at the beginning, God wanted to be with us again. He did not want to judge and condemn his created ones. He loves us so much. He wants you redeemed and saved and to be with him and live with him forever. Amen. The first time he put the responsibility in Adam's hand in his wife Eve, this time after the fall of them, he put the responsibility in his very son's hand. He has the scars to prove this too. Amen. So by what Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has done, we can be saved and have eternal life. We become true sons and daughters of God by our faith and trust in his son Jesus. This is our only this is the, our only way, no other. Let's look. Romans chapter 8, verses 9 through 17, by the truth of God's word. Let me get a drink. Powerful chapter 8, powerful chapter 5, hallelujah, <clears throat> in Romans. However, you are not living in the flesh controlled by simple nature, but in the spirit. If, in fact, the Spirit of God lives in you, directing and guiding you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. And he is not a child of God. Wow. You're a created child. But you don't really become a child of God until you're born again in faith in Jesus. If Christ lives in you through your natural body, is dead because of sin... Your spirit is alive because of righteousness, which he provides. Amen. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give your give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Amen. You're going to live. You're going to live forever. You're going to get a new glorified body. Hallelujah. Resurrected. So then, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but not to our flesh, our human nature, our worldliness, our simple capacity to live according to the impulses of the flesh, our nature without the Holy Spirit. For if you're living according to the impulse of the flesh, you're going to die. But if you're living by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are habitually putting to death the simple deeds of the body. You will really live forever. For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. For you have not received the spirit of slavery leading again to fear God's judgment. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, the spirit producing sonship and daughtership, by which we joyfully cry, Abba. The spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we, believers, are children of God. And if we are his children, oh, hallelujah. Now, if we, if we are his children, then we're his heirs, heirs of God? Fellow heirs with Christ, 
sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance, if indeed we share in his suffering, so that we may also share in his glory. Isn't that amazing? You are brought into the family of God when you believe in God's Son, Jesus Christ, and born again his life and spirit. Amen? A personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Points about, uh, about this kind of relationship with God. Put this in here. Number one. So then, brothers and sisters, in the family of God, amen? Number two. The spirit of adoption as sons and daughters. The spirit producing sonship and daughtership, amen? Number three. By which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father, amen, hallelujah. Assuring, number four, assuring we believers are children of God, amen. And number five, heirs of God living and fellow heirs with Christ, amen. So do you see how real this is? How you have been brought into the loving, eternal family and personal relationship. Amen. It seems as I live and move, I mean, it seems as I live and move in this life, world, I come in contact with other people and believers that do not know this personally. Or we all need to be reminded of this to know how much we are really loved, amen? Now, you see why Satan is trying to destroy this in our lives. He's trying to isolate us from one another. God has made us to have relationships with our family and friends. This was to show us about the important relationship is with him, amen? So it starts with faith and believe in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and then it grows into relationship through his word, prayer, and talking with him and his Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen? Two places I will go to show this from the word of God. Hallelujah. John 5, verse 24. Oh, praise his name. I assure you, most solemnly say to you, the person who hears my word, the one who heeds my message, and believes and trusts in him who sent me, has now possessed eternal life. That is, eternal life actually begins. The believer is transformed. Right. When you what? Believe and trust. It happens instantly. Not a bunch of rituals, a bunch of things that people try to put on you. It's just knowing in your life and heart that you need a Savior. And Jesus is the Savior who died for all your sins. Put under the blood. A believer's transformed. And then look what else it says. And does not come into judgment and condemnation. You will never face God's judgment. And part of that is condemnation. But has passed from what? From death into life. See, that's where you are when you're sinful. You're dead. You're facing death. You're facing death forever if you don't come to Jesus. Remember, you're only one breath from eternity. If anyone out there does not know Christ, are you ready? Are you prepared? I pray you are. 
When you do this, you come into relationship with your God and Savior. This relationship is real and very personal. You are given his very life through the Holy Spirit. Amen? 2 Corinthians 5, 16 to 21 explains it very well of understanding that there is a real point of view in a way, and there is not a one that is not. Lord have mercy, it seems like so many people caught up in 2 Corinthians 5, 16 to 21. So from now on, we regard no one from a human point of view. And what is the human point of view? According to worldly standards and values. Well, that means you're not going to care too much about a person. You probably try to fleece them or steal from them. Or, you'll, you know, it just goes on because that's the nature and the character of the flesh in sin. Though we have known Christ from a human point of view, and that could be in the place of religion too, we no longer know him this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior. He or she is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. Old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. That we get a hold of that, right? Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life. But all these things are from God. Uh-oh. There's the end of anybody trying to work out their salvation in their own self. Behold, all things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. That's how it happened. He made a way. We could. Making it acceptable to him and gave us the ministry of reconciliation so that by our example we might bring others to him. To him. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. All the people, all the created children, all the men and women, not counting people's sins against them, thank God, but counseling them. That's how far God goes. Pay the debt. Washed away by the blood of Jesus. Clean slate. And he has committed to us a message of reconciliation. That is, restoration to the favor with God. So we are ambassadors for Christ. And so God, we're making his appeal through us. We, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. Yes. He made Christ who knew no sin to judicially be sin on our behalf for this reason. So that in him we, we would become the righteousness of God. Right standing with God is what that means. That is, we would be made acceptable to him, praise God that we are, and placed in right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Now, you see the Father, and you see the heart he has. And he really showed it when his son came and did what he did. Joined to him by our faith and nothing else. Amen. So that in him we would become the righteousness of God. 
that we would be made acceptable to him, placed in right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Amen. Now you see why you need to answer this question that the Lord Jesus has presented to all of us. Do you have a personal relationship with him? I pray the answer is yes, because this proves you're saved and sealed until the day of redemption by the Holy Spirit. And you do have the very life of God in your heart in total life. Amen? This is most, this is very most vital, eternal, important decision you will make with your free will God gives you. You want to know what this life is all about? The answer to life? It is believing and knowing that you are a sinner, lost, dead, and need a Savior who will save you from this and then gives you a whole new life, his life, by his Holy Spirit to be able to live with him forever. Amen. So step one is to believe in Jesus Christ personally for salvation and eternal life. Amen. Now, with this start, let's see what else the Holy Spirit wants to reveal. Amen. First thing I noticed, not many references at all about personal relationships, but a very powerful one for us to encourage us and comfort us knowing who he is to us. John 10, 11 through 16, by God's mighty word and our Savior speaking. I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his own life for the sheep. But the hired man who merely serves for wages, who is neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep, when he sees a wolf coming, deserts the flock and runs away. We got a lot of those doing that. And the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. They're not, a, they're not like a real shepherd. They're hired men. We've got many so-called pastors, preachers, whatever, that are hired men. The man runs because he is hired hand who serves only for wages and is not concerned about the safety of the sheep. Now, that's a real pastor. I am the good shepherd, and I know without any doubt those who are my own, and my own know me. There's that relationship, and this is what this is what this means. Know me, and here is the definition, and have a deep personal relationship with me. Even as the Father knows me, I know the Father. And I lay down my all my very own life, sacrificing it for the benefit of the sheep. Bah, bah. I have other sheep besides these. They are not of this fold. I must bring those also. And they will listen to my voice and pay attention to my call. And they will become one flock with one shepherd. So as the Lord is talking about the nation of Israel, the sheep of his pastor, well, praise God, he's talking about us here. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
I am the good shepherd. Jesus talking about a relationship like between a shepherd and his sheep. How he loves them and watches over them and cares for them and feeds them and meets all their needs. He was willing to die for them to save them. Amen. He speaks about what kind of relationship we, I mean, will we have with him when we believe in him. I know without any doubt those who are my own and my own know me and have a deep personal relationship with me. That is what, that's what, that is what knowing him means, an intimate relationship. He knows all about us, and we should know all about him and what he reveals to us. He, being the one, the head of the relationship like in a marriage, that he knows what is best for us because he loves us, even as we are now still in this flesh, even with our faults and shortcomings, even with our choices in this flesh, even when we are faithless, but now deep inside, we are his. All these kind of things are happening in our life as we face living in this flesh now for such a time as this. Amen. So with this, the Lord Jesus has a word in Revelation about our relationship with him and our Heavenly Father. Amen. Let us listen and take heed. But the good news the Lord Jesus tells us, I know what you're going through. The tests and trials you face now in my name, with the world turning more darker and evil is rising up. I know this, my children, my sons and daughters, I am with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. I've given you my Holy Spirit to comfort you for such times as these. I knew you would need him, and I knew you would need a relationship with me. This has been made possible and done for all of you who believe and trust me for your salvation and my life I give to you, which is eternal life. To be able to come into my kingdom, you must believe and be born again. You have to become part of my of the family to enter into my kingdom. You have to have the very life of my Father and me through the Holy Spirit. There is no life in no one without him. Faith in me and be born into the family of God. This is how your new living relationship starts with me and my Father. My church and my bride, all that I, all of, uh, all of what I call you is about a, my relationship with you personally. You cannot live without me, the life I truly want for you. You need me in your life now. You need to listen and hear me over all the other voices speaking to you. I know all things. And you can do nothing without me. Everything uh, pertaining to God and eternity. This is what is so important now, my children, as a new part of your life is about to begin. 
when you are changed to what I have already made you, you will be so overwhelmed and amazed. You will see who you really are. You will see what me and my Father already see in you, a bright shining light in the life of God. You will be like me, the light of the world that was so dark and lost without hope. You will be glorified and brought to to total eternal life and given a new body for all eternity. On this day, the day of redemption, all the old things of your flesh and sin will be totally gone. All consequences gone forever. And you will live in a new life in personal relationship with me and my Father face to face. In this glorious day, which is upon you now, my children, it will not only be by faith, but it will be reality. Remember what Paul said, all things until perfect has come. Then there's no need for them anymore because it will be real and in person. So be encouraged. Listen to the message I have given my son, buddy, to share with you. Keep watching and praying these perilous times. Keep sharing the truth and witness my truth to others who I want to have a personal relationship with me too. Be of good, be a good and faithful servant as I led you and guide you by my by the Holy Spirit who lives in you. But knowing your time there is almost over, look up. I will be in the clouds as I have promised you and will change you and command you to come up here with me and be with me for all eternity. I love all of you, my beloved church, bride and bride. And soon you will be with me and my father and yours. Amen. Yeshua Jesus forever. So, as always, the scripture references for this word are. Thank you, Lord. John 3, verse 3. And Jesus answered, I assure and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and sanctified, he cannot ever see or experience the kingdom of God. You see what that says? You will never seize the kingdom of God or what God has for us. Oh, you don't want to be there. You must be born again by faith in Jesus to become part of the true family of God. Amen? 1 Corinthians 13, 8 through 10. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. So just like the Lord Jesus said, all these things will pass away. Then, which is complete and perfect come, 
that is the very life of God through his love, which is eternal life. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. Be encouraged. Be encouraged from the Lord. Be encouraged from your Savior and King. 1 Thessalonians 4, hallelujah, 15 through 18, glory to God. We've heard it many times and never gets old. For we say to this, to you, by the Lord's own word, that we who are still alive and remaining until the coming of the Lord will in no way proceed into his presence those believers who have fallen asleep in death. For the Lord himself, for the Lord himself, he's coming personally. That's how special you are to him. Will come down from heaven with a shout of command and with the voice of the archangel and with the blast of the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise. Wow, what power that's going to be. Then we who are alive and remain on the earth will simultaneously be caught up, raptured, together with them, resurrected ones in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we'll always be with the Lord. What are we to do? Therefore, comfort and encourage one another with these words. Don't fight it. Don't say it's not real. But comfort and encourage one another with these words. Anybody who says they are born-again believer in Jesus, why aren't you excited about Jesus coming? You better check yourself. You shouldn't be in the place you want to stay in this old world. But you're ready to go home. Oh, yes, we serve. And, yes, we're concerned about loved ones and all that. This world's getting tiresome. And we want to be where the Lord is. Okay. All right, sis. You go ahead, and we'll see when you get back. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a shout of command. Amen. So you seek the Lord Jesus. You ask him, was this word of revelation from him? I'm just a humble servant to serve him for such a time as this. Amen. So now let's look more about this relationship we have with him now. Amen. Hallelujah. John 10, 27 through 30. The sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. And I give them eternal life and they will never ever by any means perish. And no one will ever snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater and mightier than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one in essence in nature. This is by far the best amazing eternal relationship you could ever have. What great love, concern. The Son, God the Son, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit has for us. He is truly with us right now and forever. Amen. So when you know this and believe this, you can be, who can be against you? No one greater than is for sure. No one is greater than for sure. 
Amen. Hosea 6 6. For I desire and delight in the steadfast loyalty, faithfulness in the covenant relationship rather than sacrifice, and in the knowledge of God more than burnt offering. A personal loving relationship, not some kind of works or rituals made by self-sacrificing ways of men. Amen. I have heard it said from a pastor in Ireland, when there was a war and fighting between Protestants and Catholics, both men people of God, and they had a fight and war. This pastor saw this and he said this. A relationship with God heals and saves. And religion divides and kills. Show truth. Look in our world today. Amen. Micah 4, verse 5. For all these people know, walk each in the name of his little G God. In a transient relationship. As for us, we shall walk securely in the name of the Lord, our true God, forever and ever. In temporary relationships of this world, in the name of whatever God they have, but we shall walk securely in the name of the Lord, our true living God, forever and ever, personal relationship. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 6, 14 through 15. For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that is interferes in your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. So part of this relationship we have with Jesus Christ is to forgive others of their reckless ways and willful willful sins. Their angry words toward you or slander you or many other things people do. We have to understand in this relationship and having the life of God in us, we are to act like and respond as he does through his love. Forgiveness is a very part of this for us. Because God has forgiven us, we are to forgive others. Amen. He's forgiven us of all. Matthew 12, 46 through 50. While he was still talking to the crowd, it happened that his mother and brothers stood outside asking, asking to speak to him. Someone said to him, look, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak to you. But Jesus replied to the one who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples and all of his other followers, he said, Here are my mother and my brother. For whoever does the will of my father who is in heaven by believing in me, And following me is my brother, sister, and mother. Amen. Family of God. By believing and following him. How does this personal relationship between your God and Savior come? 
comes only one way. Whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, the will of the Father who is in heaven is what? By believing in me and following me. This is the true family of God and the only way you become part of it. Amen? Luke 20, verse 38. Now, he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. So these forefathers will be among the resurrected, for all live in a definite relationship to him. Definite, that means permanent type thing. All who have believed in him and all who are believing in him now, for all live in a definite relationship to him. Amen? Oh, glory to God. What God does, he does it right. He does it forever, permanently, eternal, whatever you want to call it. It's not temporary. Not you jump in and jump out. No, no, no. John 10, verse 14. I am the good shepherd, and that know of any doubt those who are my own, and my own know me, and they have a deep personal relationship with me. We are to have a deep personal relationship with him. Some examples of that personal relationship, how our Savior interacted with people he loved. Amen? John 6, 5 through 14. Jesus looked and saw a large crowd was coming toward him, and he said to Philip, Where will we buy bread for these people to eat? <laughs> you imagine that? Out in the middle of out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> There's not a Walmart down the road or anything. But he said to test Philip, because he knew what he was about to do. Philip answered. 200 denarii, 200 days wages, 200 days wages worth of bread is not enough for each one to receive a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there is a little boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But But what are these for so many people? Jesus said, have the people sit down to eat. Now the ground there was covered with the abundance of grass. So the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, the same also with the fish, as much as they wanted. When they had eaten enough, he said to the disciples, gather up the leftover pieces so that nothing will be lost. So they gathered them up, and they filled up 12 large baskets with pieces from five barley loaves, which were left over those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign to test the miracle that he had done, they began saying, This is without doubt a promised prophet who is to come in the world. Here his disciples, here his disciples, he is revealing himself as Savior and Messiah, that he is concerned about all these people. 
to have food to eat. Lessons to the disciples that with a relationship with him. He will provide everything you need. Spiritual things first. Then other things we need, amen? Again, always motivated by his love for us, amen? John 6, 16 through 20. When evening had come, his disciples went down to the sea, and they got in the boat and started to cross the Sea of Capernaum, or Galilee, I think it is. And it was uh, already dark, and Jesus had uh, and still not come back to them. The sea was getting rough and rising high because the strong wind was blowing. Then when they had rowed three or four miles and were near the center of the sea, they saw Jesus walking on the sea, approaching the boat. And they were terribly frightened. Isn't that interesting? Did you ever notice it says, you know, it, they recognized who it was. They saw Jesus at this 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 place of this uh, when this happened. They saw Jesus walking on the sea and approaching the boat. And they were terribly frightened. But Jesus said to them, see, he knows our hearts. It is I. I am. Do not be afraid. It is I, I am. It is your God and your Savior. Then they were willing to take him on board the boat. And immediately the boat reached the shore land to which they were going. So they were out in the middle of the lake, and they see Jesus, and they let him on the boat. Oh, yeah, we'll let you come in the boat, Lord. And when he got in the boat, boom, instantly they were on the shore. The Lord's showing who he is, and he's not governed by the natural thing. He's greater. With their personal relationship here shows how powerful he is and that he can protect them and has all power and authority for them and us right now and all that we are going through and facing. Amen. Amen. That's encouraging. John 11, 23 through 27. Jesus told her, your brother will rise from the dead. Now, last time we saw Martha, she was a very busy lady. And she, you know, came and confronted Jesus about Mary not helping. But Jesus said Mary is, uh, is, is picked the best to sit at my feet and learn and grow in what I want her to become, who she needs to become. Now, look at Martha here. Martha replied, I know that he will rise from the dead in the resurrection on that last day. Jesus said to her, oh, hallelujah, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in, adheres to, trusts in, relies on me as Savior, will live even if he, if he or she shall die. And everyone who lives, and believes in me as Savior, will never die. There, he's talking about the second death. Do you believe this? You know, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, has moved upon our pastor and the rest of us to pray 
And when you pray, you ask them, do you believe that Jesus Christ and who he is and he's able to do this? Because you've got to have faith if you want the Lord to move in your life. She said to him, yes, Lord, I have believed and continue to believe that you are the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, the Son of God. He who was destined and promised to come into the world, and it is for you that the world was waited. Wow. Martha sure has changed, hasn't she? With your personal relationship with him, he is greater than the thing most people fear most is physical death. But what many do not know and understand that that is minor compared to the other death you will face without Jesus Christ. The second death or eternal death, Jesus Christ is the resurrection and life, and he lives, so you will live forever too. All who believe in him and know him and believe what he, I mean, what he has done and is able to do now and in the future, amen, hallelujah. So this is, so this is some of the examples of Christ interacting with the ones he loves. He will and has done the same for us through the Holy Spirit for such a time as this. Amen? The greatest miracle is uh, is us, or I think in us, the the greatest miracle for us, the greatest miracle for us is having a relationship with him now and forever. Through his life, his death, and shed blood and resurrected life. Amen. Praise God. That's exciting. I don't want to put an amen there. It should. That's an amen hallelujah. That is an amen hallelujah. Woo! That's powerful what Christ has done. The Apostle John said this at the end of the book that he wrote inspired by the Holy Spirit, the book of John. John 20, 30-31, the purpose of writing this gospel. There are also many other signs, attesting miracles that Jesus performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these have been written so that you may what? Believe. What does this believe mean for you? With a deep abiding trust that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, the Son of God, and that by believing and trusting in and relying on him, you may have life in his name. Amen. You can have life in the name of Jesus. This is what it's all about and what really, what eternally matters that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We all have to answer this question in our heart and life. Yes, you do, or no, you reject him and don't. Yes leads to salvation, eternal life. No leads to death, hell, and the grave forever. God have mercy. Which will you choose? Romans 6, verse 11. Even so, consider yourself to be dead to sin and your relationship to it broken. Help us remember that, Lord. (laughs) 
but a lie to God, but a lie to God in unbroken fellowship with him in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That has happened. We have to believe it by faith. It's God's word. So the relationship we had with sin, which was real indeed, it has been broken. But now we are alive to God. How? In unbroken fellowship, in relationship with him in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for this. Romans 8, verse 33. Who will bring any charge against God's elect, his chosen ones? It is God who justifies us. Oh, hallelujah. Declaring us blameless and putting us into a right relationship with himself. Who will bring any charge against God's elect, his chosen ones? Well, Satan will. The world will. Religious people will. Even our own brothers and sisters will sometimes. What does God say about this? I mean, about what does God say about us? This is what really matters over any charge against us. Amen? This is what he says. It is God who justifies us. What is that? Declaring us blameless and not guilty, whatever the charge or accusation or accusing comes from the accuser of the brethren. Because we are in right standing before the Father through Jesus Christ the Son and putting us in a right relationship with himself. Amen. Isn't that powerful? 2 Corinthians 5.21 He made Christ who knew no sin to judicially be sin on our behalf so that in him we have become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. How are we placed in the personal relationship with God? Through Jesus Christ, through his life and blood, showing and demonstrating the kind of love he has for us, his gracious, loving kindness toward all of us. Amen. Ephesians 2, 11 through 13. Therefore, remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth, you are called uncircumcision by those who are called themselves circumcision. It is a mere mark. Oh, mark, look at that. Which is made in the flesh by human hands. Remember that at the time you were separated from Christ, excluded from any relationship with him, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenant of promise with no share in this sacred messianic promise without knowledge of God's agreement, having no hope in his promises, and living in a world without God. Oh, that's a mess. Oh, you don't want to stay there. You don't want to be there. And then here it goes again. Interesting, it's verse 13. The number 13 is not like a, I know the cult, what they use, and all unlucky and all that, but the 13 for God means love. But now, at this very moment, in Christ Jesus, you who once were so far, very far away from God, 
have been brought near by the blood of Christ, where he said in Revelation tonight that you will be living and be before me and my Father face to face. Oh, hallelujah. Look where we've come from and where we are now in Jesus. Glory to God. This is what comes down to the now, this very moment in Christ. You who once were so far, very far away from God have been brought near. How? By the blood of Christ. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord by the shed blood of Jesus. How powerful it is. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 5, verse 32. This mystery, the two becoming one, is great. But I am speaking with reference, reference, excuse me, to the relationship of Christ and the church. Two become one. Not more, not just talking about the marriage of relationships here on earth. You're talking about the relationship of Christ and the church. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, the mysteries of God are only revealed by the Holy Spirit of God. So without him, you do not know about this kind of relationship we have with Jesus Christ. Amen. Hear the Spirit talking to you. Do you really know him? Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I pray you do because that's the only way you're going to know about the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 10, verse 38. But my righteous one, the one justified by faith, shall live by faith, respecting man's relationship to God and trusting him. And if he draws back, shrinking in fear, my soul has no delight in him. This personal relationship is all about love, faith, and trust in Jesus Christ for us in our lives now. Amen. Do not walk away from your first love. 2 Peter 1.10. Therefore, believers, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing, choosing you. Be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. For by doing these things, actively developing these virtues, you will never stumble in your spiritual growth, and will live a life that leads others away from sin. Be sure your behavior and lifestyle reflects and confirms our relationship with God. Amen. Now that said, no, we are not perfect in this flesh. Our perfection comes only by the faith in Jesus Christ, and he makes us the righteousness of God through his shed blood. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God, we know this truth. 1 John 3, 11 says, For this is the message which you believers have heard from the beginning of your relationship with Christ, that we should unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. This is the very life of God. Our relationship with him to reflect on our relationship with others in our life. Amen. Hallelujah. That one is powerful. Mm -mm -mm. Yes, Lord. 
So, as we have heard tonight and in the archives of what kind of relationship we have with God is a personal one. He himself, he himself spoke to this being so urgent and vital for all eternity. To be able to be saved and have eternal life, each one of us has to know Jesus as Savior, Savior personally. God has given us free will to choose him in his life or reject him and receive death. There is no life, no relationship, no eternal family without Jesus Christ personally in your life now. To become a true child of God, you have to believe in the one who the Father sent to redeem us and save us, the one who has put us in a personal righteous relationship with our Father. It is by the gracious, loving kindness he has for each of us. So I finish with these three scriptures about a relationship with with now Christ in heaven and with Christ in our immediate future. 1 Corinthians 13. Verse 13. 13, 13, double love. Paul tells us and shows us as the, uh, as the Holy Spirit leads that this is a picture and truth about the one we have a relationship with. And now there remains faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confidently, expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choices, gracious, graces, but the greatest of these is love. Jesus Christ, amen. Revelation 5, 9 through 10. And they sang a new song, a glorious redemption, saying, Worthy and deserving are you to take the scroll and to break its seals. For you were slain, sacrificed with your blood. You purchased a people for God from every tribe and language, people, and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom of royal subjects and priests to our God, and they will reign on the earth. A people, a family, having a personal relationship with our God, creator, and our glorious Savior and King Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. In Revelation 22, 1 through 5, the perfect life. Hallelujah. Who wants a perfect life? It is in Christ. Then the angel showed me a river of water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God, of, uh, from the throne of God and the Lamb Christ. In the middle of its streets on either side of the river was a tree of life, bearing 12 kinds of fruit and yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for healing of the nation. There will no longer exist anything that is cursed, because sin and illness and death are gone. And the throne of God and the Lamb will be in it. And his bondservants will serve and worship him with great all joy and loving devotion. And they will be privileged to see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. And they will no longer be, be night, and there will be no need for a lamplight or sunlight, because the Lord God will illuminate, illumin, illuminum, not aluminum, but 
illuminate them, and they will reign as kings forever and ever. Amen. And praise the Lord. What does God say? You say. Hallelujah. You say, Lord. Let us hear what you say about us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I keep finding voices in my mind. They are not enough. Oh, thank you, Lord. Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up. Oh, yes. I am more than just the sum of every high and every low. Hallelujah. Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. Oh, you say I am love, but I can't feel a thing. You say I am strong, but I think I am weak. And you say I am hell. But I am falling short, and when I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. Do I believe? Oh, I believe what you say of me. Oh, I believe. Amen. The only thing that matters now is everything you think of me. Hallelujah, Lord. In you I find my worth. In you I find my identity. Oh, you say I am love, but I can't feel a thing. You say I am strong when I think I am weak. You say I am hell when I am falling short. And when I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. And I believe, oh, I believe what you say of me. Oh, I believe. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Taking all I have and know I'm laying at your feet. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. You have every failure, God. You have every victory. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You say I am love, but I can't feel a thing. You say I am strong, but I think.
think I am weak. You say I am hell, but I'm been calling short. And when I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. And I believe, oh, I believe what you say of me. Oh, I believe, oh, I believe, yes, I believe what you say of me. I believe. Amen. What he said, that's what matters. Not what people say, but what your God and Savior says and your Father in heaven but the Holy Spirit tells you who you are. You're a child of God. You've been saved, redeemed. You're the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Don't listen to the lies of the devil. Don't listen to lies of men. Hear what God says who you are. He makes us who we are. We couldn't do it ourselves. We needed him. Who he is. His righteousness. His truth, his character, his nature, his love, mercy, and grace, everything of who he is. He makes us who we are. Thank God that you have a personal relationship with Christ. Oh, praise his name forever. And in it, Lord, that you give us faith. Give me faith. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome back. I need you to soften my heart and break me apart. I need you to open my eyes to see that you're shaping my life. All I I surrender. Amen. Give me faith to trust what you say, that you're good and your love is great. I'm broken inside. I give you my life. Amen. I need you to soften my heart and break me apart. I need you to pierce through the dark and cleanse every part of me. All I 
when I can't find a reason, my trust in you remains. My trust in you remains. I still believe you are greater. I still believe you're in control. I still believe you are my healer, Jesus, you're faithful always. I still believe, amen, we have to, you are the light, will break every darkness, I stand amazed, overwhelmed by your greatness, my hope. In you remains, amen. My hope in you remains. I still believe you are greater. I still believe you're in control. I still believe you are my healer. Jesus, you're faithful always. Every victory you have won in your name I overcome. I still believe. I still believe. You're not finished with me yet. Greater days are still ahead. I still believe. Jesus, I still believe you are greater. I still believe you're in control. I still believe you are my healer. Jesus, you're faithful always. Jesus, you're You are greater. I still believe you're in control. I still believe you're my healer. Jesus, you're faithful always. Every victory you have won. In your name I overcome. I still believe. I still believe. You're not finished with me yet. Greater days are still ahead. I still believe. Jesus. I still believe. Jesus. Oh, I still believe. Jesus. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, that we know these truths. And hallelujah. Our God, he is a prison shaker, chain breaker, and brings freedom. And he brings something called in the word of God, breakthrough. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, Brother Andrew. Amen. Proclaim it. I am weary from the way, crashing over every day. God of mercy, please come rescue us. Amen. Come, rescue us, Lord. I am longing for your voice, gentle whisper in the noise. Father, tell me everything's all right. Amen. It is. Your power, your presence, break strongholds, King of heaven, when you speak, mountains move. I believe there will be breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, we know it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You alone can take my scars. Peace by peace, restore my heart. That's what's broken, make it whole again. Your power and your presence. Break stronghold, King of heaven, when you speak, mountains move. I believe there will be breakthrough. Amen. Glory. There will be breakthrough. Hallelujah. Do it, Lord. Shake the mountains, break the walls apart, open the heavens, almighty God, you are overcomer, defender of my heart. By your power, the oceans open wide, your fall falls down, heaven and earth collide. King Jesus forever by my side. Amen. He is. Glory. Shake the mountains. Break the walls apart. Open the heavens. Almighty God, you are overcomer. Defender of my heart. Oh, yeah. And by your power, the oceans open wide. Your fire falls down. Heaven and earth collide. King Jesus forever by my side. Thank you, Lord. Your power, your presence, break stronghold, King of heaven. When you speak, mountains move. I believe there 
when you speak, mountains move, there will be breakthrough. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Be breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bring the healing. Yes. You are, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Victory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise you, Jesus. Victory in Jesus. Yes, Lord. There will be there will be victory here. There will be. 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 There will be victory here. Amen. Yes, Lord. There will be. There will be victory here. There will be. There will be victory here. There will be. There will be victory here. Oh, yeah. There will be will be victory here there will be will be victory here there will be there will be victory here amen shake the mountains you sing them break the walls apart open the heavens almighty god you are overcomer Defender of my heart. And by your power, the oceans open wide. Your fall fall down. Heaven and earth collide. King Jesus forever by my side. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Shake the mountains. Break the walls apart, open the heavens. Almighty God, you are overcomer, defender of my heart. Yes. And by your power, the oceans open wide. Your fall falls down, heaven and earth collide. 
King Jesus forever by my side. Amen. Your power, your presence breaks strongholds. King of heaven, when you speak, mountains move. I believe there will be breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Be breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't that exciting? Glory to God. That's what the Lord does. Intervene. Holy Spirit, pray. Words that are not even uttered that we don't even know how to pray. But he does. He knows how to come before the Father. Jesus our great high priest and advocate. Oh, yes. We don't come before the Lord alone. We come in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. That we've been called, that we are the righteous, and our prayers availeth much because we're his children. And we don't come in our own name. We come in the name of the Lord Jesus. And God the Father hears. He intervenes in our lives. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this night. Lord God, we pray for all these prayer requests and the ones that have been added is that we're going to pray mainly. We have all these others, but the ones tonight, and as we heard in the song that you are the healer, Lord God, we pray uh, for the congestion infection uh, to uh, to be healed. We pray for Sister Jeanette's family and the one sick be healed. And the others be protected in Jesus' name and by the power of the blood of Jesus. And, Lord, we pray for my wife, Sister Brenda, for healing and be renewed. Lord God, we thank you. And we praise you for this night and for the relationship we have with you. Oh, how wonderful it is to know that you're by our side. You'll never leave us forsaken. That there will be a day that we will come face to face with you and our Father in heaven that we're able to come into that place because of our testimony of you and your shed blood by the truth of your word. Lord God, it's so amazing. It's so powerful. We thank you for your love, mercy, and grace. We thank you for this night. I thank you for my brothers and sisters, Brother Andrew and Sister Nett. Bless them. Strengthen them. Renew them. Lord, that we're in this together, that we're here, And know that you love us and you're with us. And as the other song said, you're going to rescue us. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord, and we thank you again. It's been a wonderful night to be in your presence and you speaking to each one of us. And we give all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, praise God. I I, I know there's many other prayers, but the Holy Spirit knows them. They know what's in our hearts, but I know that Sister, 
needed some time for her last song. But it is wonderful in the songs and in the the worship. In in the worship and the songs and in the word. How powerful it is to know about that personal relationship we have with Jesus. Oh, thank God we do. Thank God we do, right? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, sis, yes. You can come with that beautiful song. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. How much we're grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. He is God, our healer. Thank you, Jehovah Rapha. Yes. Lord, make a way. Her sister can come in. There she is. Okay. Amen, sis. Okay, brother. Pray for me. I'm not going to pass. Amen. I will not. I will yeah. not. Amen. Okay, Lord. Thank you. 
Lord, your will is perfect, the best ever in excellence for all of us, your children. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord. Praise God. What a loving and merciful and gracious God we have. Mm, absolutely yes. amazing. Yes. Say that many more will know him before it's too late. Well, praise God. Thank you, sis. It has been a wonderful night. Uh, I mean, very powerful the Lord speaking to us, telling us himself that he's coming. <laughs> he's coming. He you know, I don't coming. know about you. So. All of us, uh, uh, I mean, most of us, especially the men, but it just seemed like there's more of a presence or closeness with God here lately, you know, more. And I think that's all part about us getting closer to our homecoming. But it just seems like he's really uh, searching our lives. And knowing what this relationship means. Now you don't be getting on now. We don't want any of that on you now. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I started coughing today. Oh Lord, get your uh, get your uh, hot tea going. And I mean, uh, there's there's one called constant comment. I don't know what you use, but put honey and uh, lemon, especially honey. Okay. Honey is a tremendous. Uh, 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 um, um, and what do you call it? Antioxidant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be praying, sis. I, I have you on the prayer list. Thank we'll you. be praying, and we'll believe that God will you know, you, intervene Robert. and heal your family and and y'all. The rest of y'all, they're not sick. Y'all try not, you know, uh, be real close. No, I don't. I'm not that. sick. <laughs> Amen. I refuse. I refuse. Amen. In the presence of the Lord, I mean, He brings help. Amen. Yes, Lord. All right. Thank you, sis, for uh, praising the Lord and, and, and serving the Lord and that we come together and very grateful that, you know, if it's only a few of us, praise God, we're still here together and it's been tre- always mm-hmm. a tremendous time because we're yeah. focused on him and his word and uh, he shows mm-hmm. up. The Amen. Lord is with us. He's yeah. just uh, three of us here, but there are people listening. I know. There'll be more listening or in the archives. I praise God that whichever way it is. Yeah. Here comes uh, God Rules. I'm trying to remember who that is. Uh, there's somebody coming in late. God Rules. That's another person. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Uh, we're uh, we're about to finish up. I'm trying to remember. That's, I don't think that's – that could be Sister Nicole. Um, but I'm we're so about sorry. to finish. Jesus, my rock. Yeah, Jesus, my – oh, yeah, she's Jesus, my rock. You're right. Well, we praise God that, uh, uh, amen, you're right, Brother Andrew, put it up. We are two or three gathered together. He's here. Amen. amen. He's in the midst yeah. of us anyway by the Holy Spirit, of course, but even together that brings the unity of the Spirit and as, as the body and as the church. Amen. All right, you have a great weekend, sis. We thank God for you. We pray also for Sister Brenda for healing. Oh, thank you, and and we're very we're praying that it is uh, it's it's had her down some. She's been going still, but she I think it got to the place where she's just got to stop and rest, and um, and that's and that's what needs to be done, and, and yeah, because yeah. 
in our little churches trying to get people involved. You, you, you can't believe it. You don't, we don't have a lot of people who get, you know, who want to want to help. It's mainly as the older folk. <laughs> but anyway. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. The older people, you know, wants to uh, yeah. uh, be closer than the Lord and uh, young people. <laughs> I think so, sis. I think so. All right. Well, you have a wonderful night. We thank God for you and, um, and know that just be watching. This could be a very interesting weekend. Amen. Okay, brother. Mm-hmm. I'll see you. Right. I'll see you next Friday. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. I'll be well. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, praise God. Um, hallelujah. Well, Brother Andrew, and uh, uh, welcome guards rule, but uh, God's uh, rules, but uh, we're, we're about ready to finish up here. We're about out of time. Uh, but we're glad you showed up. And I hope the best for you. And uh, you can listen to the message in the archives, or I'll be putting it up at my YouTube channel, John 1717 Ministry, buddy. But we're saying good night, and we just thank God for all that want to seek out God's word and knowing the true gospel of grace and that Jesus is coming. And that's what people need to know. And they need to know it very, very clearly. That got to be right with God, relationship with him, and Jesus is coming for us. All right. Well, bless you, Brother Andrew. We thank God for you, brother, and we pray that the Lord watches over you and he blesses you and keeps you and your family, that his face shines upon you, and you are blessed by his shalom, which means peace past all understanding. See you, brother, and good night.